everybody. Welcome back to a new episode of Big Drunk Lists. I am your host from the wonderful Chicago, Illinois, Greg Voss. And with me, as always, is your least favorite host. Boo, Greg. Hey, this is Ryan Fawkes from Bloomington, <sighs> Illinois. Yeah, and today we have a pretty good episode. <laughs> um, a little obscure, but I think a fun one. Uh, Ryan, why don't you tell us uh, what we're going to talk about? Top 10 least favorite things about Greg. We were going to do top 10 favorite things about Greg, but neither one of us could come up with a good list. I mean, I was able to get like six. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's uh, not surprising. Uh, (laughs) We're actually going to do our 10 strangest laws so going out there and looking at some um, weird laws, regulations um, all across the United States, um, some things that might not make a whole lot of sense. So this oh, one was did, fun. You did just did the United States. I did. I did. I guess that wasn't a rule, but I did specifically look at laws in the United States. Uh, I, I have some from outside the country because I think that if it was um, – only United States, we'd end up with just things like pff, things I'll get you shot by a cop. First of all, would be just the episode. Uh, <laughs> well, and I, I, the reason I didn't look out the United States too is I don't. I, I guess I don't know enough about foreign law to determine mm-hmm. if that is truly absurd, or am I um, enforcing my own country standards? You know what I mean, and insisting that a law is weird because it doesn't meet what I'm used to living in america no i want to just say it's most laws are kind of human based and i mean obviously i avoided things where it's like some countries have really bad laws about like the treatment of women uh north korea you'll just get shot for having covid like we didn't necessarily need to have those so i'm not having those these are these are more silly lighthearted ones not like oh yeah it turns out that if you go to like the eastern block and you don't have vodka legally you're allowed to get killed by a bear like yeah but i mean i always have vodka on me so i'm not concerned about that one for the glorious nation (laughs) all right uh, Ryan, why don't you tell us what you're drinking today? Not vodka, so I could be legally killed by a bear. Uh, I'm drinking Jameson. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. Keeping it classic. Wonderful, great taste. Uh, nothing to add. Everybody knows I love it. I'm really pushing for that sponsorship. So, Jameson, if you hear me, this is like our 21st episode, and I haven't heard from you yet. <laughs> How about you, Greg? What are you drinking? I am drinking beer once again from Hot Butcher for the World, but mm. they have the two coolest names. They came in um, matching cans, so one's blue, one's uh, pink, but they have actually the same style writing on it, and one is called Chillin' Out Maxin, and the other one is called Relaxin' All Cool. For oh. those who remember <laughs> the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, uh, chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool. And I was shooting some b-ball outside mm. of school mm. when a couple of guys from the Eastern Block took out, <laughs> took out the gun and got it cocked. I mean, that's what happens in Russia. So, oh, well, yeah, cause you have to defend yourself from the bears because you already <laughs> drank your vodka. I, uh, I didn't, re- I didn't remember the Basically. Fresh Prince of Bel Air being that dark. To be honest, oh, the 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 Russian one, whoo. 
<laughs> the Fresh Prince of the Gulag. I would be interested in seeing uh, other countries' takes on American sitcoms, just in general. Like, I know... It um, happens you, a lot. I'm a sure lot. it does. And I'm sure they're... I'm, well, and so you hear a lot, because, like, a, a American TV will adapt TV from other countries a lot. British TV, for example. And a lot mm-hmm. of people will say that it's bad. Um not Americans really will say that it's bad because he quote unquote Americanized it, which I guess is kind of like British people say it's bad. Yeah. Well, Oh, that's a big one. I guess I see a lot of British TV shows kind of get adapted um, in America. And you see a lot of like negative criticism like that. It got dumbed down. And I think it's a different, you know, especially sitcoms that might be like a different kind of humor. Um, But I imagine that that would, go everywhere like other countries just in general are going to have different styles of what's popular and what's humorous you know what i mean like in their cultures Mm -hmm. um that you'd have to change certain content that i think watching it assuming it's going to be the same context like a russian version um of i don't know what a beloved american sitcom is like cheers cheers would be fucking hilarious as a spoof of a spinoff of cheers just a russian version come in just instead of ordering beer we ordered the vodka and it just everyone just getting like super piss fucking drunk <laughs> that's that's it they're not even like banter just what oh, is day it is cold day oh yes who did you vote for an election <laughs> i voted for putin how did you vote i vote for the other party and then like three seconds later the guy just gets drugged out like right of the bar you hear a gunshot they go such is life <laughs> just like roll credits <laughs> oh my god <laughs> russia sounds like a terrible place i never want to I go mean, to russia it kind of is like <laughs> no one's really bragging about russia like <laughs> Oh my god, that sounds horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, let's go on your uh, number 10 right as oh we take a drink. Oh my god, yes, let's take a drink. And I guess as a reminder, um, we shared this in our last episode, but uh, we have a special sound that plays every time we're going to take a drink. So you'll hear this sound right here. Boop. You'll hear <laughs> not that sound, but you'll hear this sound, and that means it's time to take a drink. So we're going to try to remember to remind everybody as well. Um, but let's go ahead and jump in, I guess. So my number 10, um, Greg, I'm going to paint a picture for you. And I just want you to close your eyes and imagine that you are in Oklahoma. <sighs> and you want to spend some time with your friends, your boys, your dogs. You want to congregate in a group of three or more on private property. Maybe you want to have a barbecue or party of some sort. Did you know that you can't do that unless you have a permit signed by the mayor? Now, one thing I forgot to tell you, Greg, is that in this example, you're a dog. In Oklahoma, dogs must have a permit signed by the mayor in order to congregate in groups of three or more on private property. What city? I have no idea the city. Because if... I mean, I would imagine if it's a mayor thing, it would probably be based on a single city. Good point. I don't know. It's somewhere in Oklahoma, which I guess I assumed was just one big city. (laughs) One small city, I think. (laughs) 
Yeah, one small city. Right. <laughs> you mean there's more than one mayor in the state of Oklahoma? Maybe there is just one city. I mean, there's Oklahoma, and you just call it Oklahoma City. That's the whole city. It's all right. one city. That's what I thought Oklahoma City meant. Was like they. It's like how Australia is a continent and a country. Like Oklahoma is mm. is, is just its own thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just it's. It just kind of is out there floating around, I think. I mean, I don't fully know much about it, but I'm sure the Oklahoma exists. <laughs> I'm not so sure, actually, now that we bring that up. I, um, I've i never actually seen it. I mean, I've seen it on the map, um, but even that was just a picture, so who knows? <laughs> oh, mine. I don't know. I don't have much to add to that. Like, I, just, I don't think the there's dog. anything to add. Don't be a dog and try to hang out with other dogs because you can't do it without a permit. <laughs> um, in Ontario, in the city of Petrolia, I don't know. I'm assuming that it's a, an Eastern European city located within Ontario. Um, there is a law that states that no yelling, shouting, whistling, or singing is allowed at any time. Apparently, it's just a noise violation, and uh, that includes just regular old whistling. And that would get our mailman in trouble from ISU. There's a, a famous mailman <laughs> called the Whistling Mailman. He whistles. He's very, like, he just does it the entire time. Um, he's kind of like a mini celebrity. Uh, he's amazing, amazing at it just because he's been doing it for so many years, and he just carries. It sounds nice. It's it's very, very nice. We have a few pseudo celebrities in the area actually um you got your whistling mailman do you remember um the the kid who would walk around air drumming everywhere he went Mm -mm. so there was this uh there's this kid he still lives in town i think he's he's mid-20s um and would always walk around town air drumming super cool guy um i i would see him when i'd be sitting out on my porch um, he'd be walking around air drumming. Um, we also have near campus, and I don't know if you ever got a chance to see this, Greg, because I don't think you lived on this side of town, but there's that house that every year um, has so many Christmas decorations Yes, um, that they, they end up on the news and they even spill over into their neighbor's yard. They have like 300 lit Santa Clauses, like, and just penguins. and four and, different, different things in there, but that's it. And there, but there's like five thousand of them. Like there's they're all like gingerbread men, thousand of them, right? <laughs> snowmen, Santa Claus, and I think candy canes, and that's it. Absolutely ridiculous. It makes it to Reddit pretty regularly. It does, which is awesome. So those are a couple of our couple of our celebrities. You're missing one more. <laughs> uh, probably the biggest one though is Jake from State Farm, mm-hmm. the original one. Yes, he is the original Jake from State Farm's name actually is Jake, and he works at State Farm, and we're friends on Facebook. So there's actually a chance that Jake listens to this podcast. I hope you do, Jake. Huge shout out if you do. You probably don't because this podcast is shit. Um, <laughs> but that'd be pretty cool if you did because yeah, I guess I've, I've that would make that make us pseudo celebrities in town as well if another pseudo celebrity is listening to our podcast legally that's true I it's uh, a, it, that's my number one law <laughs> I've, I've drank with him before uh, and actually one of the bars down there uh, actually has his khakis framed on the wall along with like the jerseys of the school so it's kind of funny pretty cool <laughs> All right, I would take a big old swig and let's Ooh. move on to Ryan's nine. Um, in the city of San Francisco, prostitutes are not obligated to make change for bills larger than fifty dollars. So if you decide 
you know, that you're showing up with a hundred dollar bill for your $30 BJ. Um, and you want some change back, just know legally those prostitutes don't have to give you change. So gentlemen, listen to me, ladies too. um, paying small bills, paying small bills. It's better for tips quarters. Um, Paying quarters and pennies if you can. Uh, I think we have a change no shortage, nickels. though. I think we have a change shortage, so maybe ones and fives are the way to go. Uh, because $2 anything bills. over fifty, two dollar bills, anything over a fifty, and you're you you don't have to get change, and you can't get they can't get in trouble for that. I mean, isn't it still illegal there? <laughs> Prostitution is illegal in San Francisco. That's what makes this one so funny to me is, uh, you know, there are places where prostitution is legal in the United States, Las Vegas, for example. But in San Diego, it is not. But somehow <laughs> it is not legal in Vegas either. I thought it was. I thought it it's was legal on the outskirts. Oh, OK. So you actually have to, like, call them in. They're like all based outside. I gotcha. That is one of those where you got to go like, how did that, that's, that's a law where you have to ask, how did that come across? Was there a guy who's like, uh, I paid with a hundred. I expect like 20 back. And she's like, no. And he's like, fuck it. I'm going to the cops. And the cops are like, you're not even supposed to be doing this. Right. <laughs> I I will say, I think a lot of these that are going to make it onto my list are probably very old laws. I had a hard time, um, verifying some of these, um, a lot of them came from like local news articles, like from these cities, like uh, did you know or trivia stuff about the mm. city? You know what I mean? Um, so I assume like if it was posted in like a local publication, that it's probably true. But I wasn't able to find it, you know, any specific like municipal codes or yeah. laws um, and dates of when they went into action. So I, I'm assuming that all my information is true. But I think a lot of them are probably, like you said, very old when circumstances were much different than they are now. I think I think this is one of those episodes where it's don't quote us on it. <laughs> right. Yeah, don't yeah, don't uh, <laughs> don't become a prostitute in San Francisco and then be surprised when you get in trouble for not um, breaking, for not breaking a $100 bill, right? <laughs> yeah, the, these are these are weird ones. I mean, growing up, I mean, I remember all the time in the 90s. There was all those books where they would have what are the wackiest laws? Oh yeah. And you know, I remember one that was like Something with a, a, I hope not, I'm not stepping on your toes. I'm but sure was, you're not. Uh, riding a couch on top of a taxi in New York City was legal. Oh. <laughs> I just remember that because that was like the, the cover of the book. And it was like, you know, craziest laws in America. And it's these two people. And there's like a cop like shaking his fist at someone with the <laughs> couch tied on top. It's like, ha ha ha. Oh. What about you? What's your number nine? My number nine, in Scotland, if someone asks to use your bathroom, you have to let them in. Oh. <laughs> you have to let them use it. Oh, my God. And That's all I so could get sketchy. with that is Scotland. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm going to have to say this is one of those that had to start with public urination. Where if you're, like, walking in a suburb and you're like, I got to pee. And then everyone was just pissing in random places, trying to find like alleys or trying to find like just like shaded spots. And they're like, you know what? Just next time ask. Though I wonder, like, what's the law if like someone like is pissed drunk at like 4 a.m. and they're knocking on it? And you're just like, I'm not going to answer the door. Fuck that guy. And they're like, hey, they didn't answer. They didn't let me in. I could see they're still up. Or they, I could see that they turned on the light. 
when I woke him up, they're like, I'm just not going to answer the door. Like, how does that work? And can you use that as a defense against um, trespassing? Right? Like, uh, um, oh, they call the cops because you're on their property. Like, man, I was just using the bathroom. You know, like I get to do that under municipal code yeah. 901.5. You know? They have to ask. So it said random. that they had to ask. Yeah, right? It's like. It's like the public urination version of like a vampire getting invited into your home. You know, like you got to get permission <laughs> before you can come in and steal their soap. Like, what the fuck? Do you think I can piece in your bathroom? I don't know if that's really too much of a Scottish accent or maybe more so just some amalgamation of a Willie and somebody else. That's a lot closer than I could have ever gotten on a Scottish accent. Mine would have came out sounding Russian still because that one I was working on from the time you did it earlier. <laughs> I'm still trying to get it right in my head. <laughs> All right. What's your number eight? But everyone take a drink first. The Arkansas legislature passed a law stating that the Arkansas River is not allowed to rise higher than the Main Street Bridge in Little Rock. How are they going to fucking control that? How do you control that? And who even is fined or jailed for this? Like, are, the the lady of the lake? Like, I don't even know who gets in trouble for this. I mean, I guess from an engineering perspective, it's basically making sure that they hold people accountable. Um, so if you add like a dam and something happened where it flooded and like people died, they're like, we can sue you. I guess I could see it being I could see it being enforced in that way. That's the <laughs> that's more legitimate than I would have ever thought <laughs> to put to this. But. but then how do you like how do you do that? Like you would have to have a dam within your city jurisdiction. Like if they're like the people who built the dam are like two towns up, they'd be like fuck them. We'll just right. not go to that town again. Like it might right. be hard, but like fuck you. Like you don't have a jurisdiction. I mean, can a town sue someone else in a different town? I don't know. And, America's can, laws are and so what weird. if there happens to be an uncharacteristic large amount of rainfall, for example? You know what I mean? Just enough to do this. Like, mm, yeah, I don't know. Like, well, actually, you know what? You should have plenty of feet of wiggle room. You should. You should. You should. But what if it's another flood and Noah starts getting the animals into the ark? Well, then do everyone's still in- have to pay the fines. <laughs> well, everyone's dead, so it doesn't matter. Well, we'd be the two animals podcast hosts. We'd oh. be the two. Yeah. We, uh, well, we, I want to live, so don't tell Noah, but <laughs> that's not how you keep a species alive. Well, no, no, no. We, we just, we don't need to keep the species alive in the sense that we just need to keep the art of podcasting alive. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love how that, like, story, like, I mean, I don't care who you are. You should not believe the Noah story. Like, it just doesn't make sense mathematically from many perspectives. But the best one is that, like, there would be no animals that look right now. Like, everything, maybe, like, in the past. Like, if that was true, everything would have, like, one eye, like, 78 toes. But then, like, everything just got inbred to fucking shit. If you to only look like what two? it looks like now, right? Yeah, whoever wrote that like didn't think it through, because I, I they've done the math and I think it's like twenty four pairs or maybe twelve pairs, aka twenty four. I want to say twenty four is right, but like you need that that much diversity in order to continue a species. So that's why they're um 
there are species that are considered functionally extinct where they just like African white rhinos, right? For example, are yeah. kind of that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, which is kind of funny because like they have that movie Rio and Pixar was going to have their own called uh, Blue, I think it was actually going to be called. And they actually canceled it because of Rio because it was going to be about two, the last two blue footed newts. But you can't with with two animals left. You just you just can't. I think I, I don't know how it works with some of them because I know that there are some species um, where it's like there is one. I want to say there is like a, a tortoise where there's like one of them and it's a male and then like everything else is female mm. or the saddest one. Well, there's two really, really sad ones. I want to get a little depressing here, so we might want to cut these. Um, I'm keeping it. I like the sad part. Uh, one was a bird and it was, um, uh, it's extinct now. And maybe it was Hawaiian. I, I think it might've been, um, but it's the last, no, like it happened in like the sixties, but someone recorded its mating call. Um, and it's the last known time that like that bird was alive. No one's seen it since then. No one even saw it beforehand, but someone managed to catch it. And so it was lonely because it was most likely the last one ever. And it was making a mating call to a bird that didn't exist. And then another one is called oh. the world's loneliest whale. And scientists haven't really been able to find it, but whales, their noises can travel for forever, but it, it, sings on a hertz level that can't be picked up by other whales so no other whale will ever be able to respond to it and they call it the loneliest whale in the world i want to say there was supposed to be a documentary that was supposed to come out i don't know if it ever did get made about them trying to find it and they think it's probably just a crossbreed so like it, it could even be um sterile but it just it sings on a frequency that no other whale will ever answer so sad i think crossbreeding is how like uh animal scientists can kind of keep some of these alive like i think like the african white rhino is the one that i gave an example i'm pretty sure that the two left are both female species so obviously they couldn't reproduce but i think that the intention would be to see if there's a way that they could take like a similar species of rhino you know what i mean um mm. and try to like um I don't know, artificially inseminate, you know, and like test it in a lab and make sure that it's going to work. But um, can they get some kind of a hybrid to somewhat continue like a portion of the species, you know, just enough to keep it kind of going? And I don't know if that still counts, but like there, there's a handful. We have a handful of animals in our current times that are functionally extinct. Yes. For that reason. Yeah. And I think we started with uh, a little rock, Arkansas. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think we can move on. <laughs> <laughs> Please, let's. My number eight. Ooh. Registering as married at a hotel in North Carolina technically means you are married because they're saying that as long as you declare it in that like method, you are married. Now, you're not going to get a marriage certificate or anything like that, but you're, you're functionally married within North Carolina. So like from a tax perspective or from another benefits spousal gift tax incentives like what does that mean functionally married oh, i don't fucking know i don't know either but that's i'm it curious to big. dive into that yeah i'm curious to dive into that like um to what all benefits and you know and downfalls from a real marriage do you get <laughs> in that standpoint uh like if uh if you separate do you have to split up your assets 50 50 <laughs> for example most likely it comes down to something like really nitpicky 
where it's like if you live in North Carolina and you know you you go two hours away or you or you know shit you can go like thirty minutes out of the way but you know it's a hotel connected to a um, a venue where you're having a a wedding and you're just like you know what we're married I don't know why you'd put that down um, but maybe you did maybe like you jokingly did it with a friend and then you get audited within North Carolina, they could put that down and be like, well, technically you said you were married. So it probably huh. only comes up in super specific court cases. Right. But like, it probably wouldn't hold up if I like did it here or like did like went to North Carolina with an SO and I, I put her down as my wife in North Carolina and then I got audited. They probably wouldn't be like, well, you said it here. And I was like, yeah, I was fucking joking. They could be like, all right, who gives a shit? But in, if I like strictly lived in North Carolina, they're like, mm, nope, that's a law. I could even see that being from a um, like a hotel regulation standpoint as well. You know what I mean? Like that may be a law in some way to protect hotel owners um, from falsifying that information. I don't know an insurance standpoint. You know what I mean? Or some legal. I would have thought it was vice versa, where they were saying like, if you were married, and like you you weren't married and you put yourself down as married, that. A hotel owner would give you like discounts. You're like, oh, both you can live, or, mm. or it could have just had something to do with sex. Someone was just like, nope, I'm not going to let you in. You're having sex out of wedlock. I, I figured that out. You're not going to do could it. I could absolutely like, see that. Yep, and, I could and then see that. someone said, nope, we put ourselves down and married. You're like, I don't, I don't care. I know you're not. Well, function. And then North Carolina is just like, fuck, fuck it. Functionally, they are. Who gives a shit? Interesting. Interesting. Huh. Huh. The speculation makes it so much fun. I know. (laughs) That's what I love the best about it. That's why I love that I couldn't find a lot of these. And like the reason behind them in the research is because you get to speculate. Why did this happen at all? All right. (laughs) Um, Ryan, what's your number seven? Oh, everyone take a drink first. In Maryland. And I do not know the exact city, so it may be statewide, but hopefully not. Um, it's illegal to take a lion to the movies. So if you just found you're a, you're a 16 year old high school boy and the, the girls in your class don't like you. So you start to look to alternative options. (sighs) Sorry, buddy, but lions are not the move. I would love to do a fun lawsuit where like, or not lawsuit, but like prosecution where it's like, oh, yeah, that was, uh, they're a, a Detroit lion. They play for the lions. So they're considered oh. a lion. And just like, it doesn't say, it just says lion. It doesn't say right. lion, the animal. It doesn't say, like, I don't know what the, the actual scientific name is. Panthera lioness is probably what it is. Um, but where you can sue, and they're like, they're a lion. That person took a lion to the, the theater. I would love to be on a jury in one of these court cases too. Like, uh, because you know, the lawyers on both sides, like this is a law, right? For whatever reason. So you've got one attorney who's like, dude, bro brought a fucking lion into the movie theater. That's against the law. And like the defense attorney is going to have to try to spin it in a way where the jury has to like discredit the fact that it was a lion. Like, well, it wasn't really a lion because it was a, half lion, half tiger, something that's commonly referred to as a liger. 
Um, so it does not meet the classification of a real lion. And the jury's like, hmm, yeah. You know, like, actually, I that's would a love real thing just... that happens. If you watched uh, one of the more recent uh, Tiger Tiger King spinoff documentaries. Um, so lions and tigers are hard. No, ligers are definitely a real thing. I didn't make that up. No, like, no, they are, are. They are. But the, the thing is that happens is it takes so long for any shit to get done in this country legally. Um, where uh, Joe Exotic started breeding almost exclusively like mixed breeds because they like say lion and tiger in these laws. And he's like, this is a fucking completely different species. And there's no way to enforce that. And because it would just take so long for it to get through. And so he, he bred almost exclusively mixed breeds because there's no laws about them. Interesting. What a fucking loophole. Yeah. And he, oh, he was really interbreeding. He was fucking with them. I forgot what the name of it was. I think it was an animal planet one. It was about like animals that managed to escape that zoo. Uh, but yes, there's apparently a bunch of fucking loopholes with uh, huh. with with the term lion and tiger, where people breed lions, uh, ligers and tigons, which huh. is, I think if it's a male lion, it's a liger. If it's a male tiger, it's a tigon. Oh, okay. Huh. And it's Panthera Leo for lion, which I should have guessed because lioness wouldn't been the lad. Leo obviously True. would have been. Yeah. Good point. What about you? What's uh, <laughs> What's your number seven? This one is more odd than unbelievable. But in Canada, the Canadian radio, you must be playing Canadian artists at least 35% of the time. <laughs> right? I I love that. You know, that's great. <laughs> so is it strictly just Drake 35% of the time? Like and Justin Bieber. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, a lot sometimes during the year in America, Justin Bieber takes over thirty-five percent of of the radio time. So that might not be that hard. <laughs> I mean, I, I just think that's so weird because that sounds like such an American thing to do. Absolutely, like, that's that. an American yeah. fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they probably it's probably because they're on the border with America, and we have like so much of the media located here, like. And by media, I don't mean like news. I mean like movies, music, TV shows, art. Maybe not art. I don't fucking know. Um, but we have so much influence here that they're probably like, it's all American artists. And so they're like, this is how we influence it by doing it. Um, it's so weird because that seemed like it was a full-on Canadian, like all across Canada. So apparently um, Canadians are nationalists. They, I mean, there are some great musical artists that came out of Canada, though. <laughs> So it's just we like just that said the only two they had to. Drake and Justin Bieber. <laughs> Those are probably Bare some naked of the more ladies. Recent. Fair enough. Fair enough. I Neil Young. I'm pretty nope. sure is Canadian. Am I wrong? Uh, no, it just doesn't. I don't care about him. Oh, there's more. I just can't think of any. Ryan Reynolds is from Canada. I'm pretty sure Seth Rogen. No, there's a lot Canada. of actors from Canada. Yeah. But I, I'm sure if we Googled like. Um, Canadian artists, you get a big list of one-hit wonders. I know. I'm trying to think if there's any more famous ones I can think of, like eh. big ones on the radio. I don't want to Google it because I should already know. Maybe Soldier Boy. No, I don't think he's Canadian. No, he's not. Um, uh, maybe Sean Mendez. He might be. He is. He's kind of big right now. I think he might be Canadian. He's got an accent that kind of sounds Canadian. 
there's nothing holding me back. He kind of sounds Canadian. Oh, it would make sense. He has a song called Stitches, and Americans wouldn't sing about something so expensive. <laughs> we can't afford stitches here, so it makes sense for a Canadian with their universal health care to write a song about that. <laughs> Oh, fuck. What do you know, Greg? I think it's time to take a drink while we move into our number six. Wilbur Washington. Oh, I've heard of him. He was my favorite president. <laughs> he was my second favorite next to our current president. Wilbur Washington. <laughs> that's that's the biggest joke of the podcast. <laughs> it's illegal to ride an ugly horse. What was not clear <laughs> was who defines the beauty standards of a horse. Like, who gets to determine if a horse is attractive or ugly? Um, what was very clear, however, is you don't get to ride an ugly one. I guarantee you that started with, like, just some pretentious fuck. That sounds I'm like sure. what a rich town would do. And they're like, this guy drives a 2004 Ford Taurus. And we're all driving Lamborghinis. Get that out of our street. But it's back but it's in the day with the horses. Horse right. It's, yeah. That's they such have a, a janky horse. Breed, a certain breed of horse, like beautiful, perfect white mm. fur. Yeah. And this fucking horse is like a, a hybrid breed of some sort. It's got spots and shit. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. That's fucking weird. That just, that started with smugness. Fuck you, Washington. Okay, okay, I, I guess we'll move on. Yeah, I don't uh, know what else to say. Fuck you, Washington. I don't know what else to say. It, uh, Seattle's a nice place. Thank you for Seattle, Washington. <laughs> um, Georgia. In Georgia, it is illegal to have a chicken cross the street. Oh, my God. Um, now, everything <laughs> everything I saw, it all said uh, it's illegal to have the chicken cross the street. Um. But I couldn't find, like, the actual, like, thing. This is one of those where I think it could be that you must keep, like, it could just be, like, an over-exaggeration where because of the famous why did the chicken cross the road, right. um, it could just be that your chicken must remain on your property. And someone's like, well, if you don't own both sides of the road, it's crossing the road because it's uh, that's government property. And then, you know... At that point, it's illegal. Like, my money is that it's something like that, where it's just that chickens must sense. remain on your land. And then someone was just like, technically, it's illegal for them to cross the street. And you're like, well, technically, yeah, fuck you. But are there chicken farmers in fucking Georgia like that? I don't think of Georgia when I think of chicken farmer. Chickens grow on peach trees. Don't well, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's take a drink and move on to my number five. So my number five, Memphis, Tennessee. You. It is illegal for a woman to drive a car unless there is a man either running or walking in front of it or waving a red flag to warn approaching motorists and pedestrians. I think... I don't think that this law is ridiculous. I think it should be enacted I everywhere. I think it is. I think it should be enacted everywhere. I think it's everywhere. so ridiculous to even let them drive at all. <laughs> we both made a similar sexist joke. We just went two different directions <laughs> with it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, in my family, we like to make the joke. And by family, I mean my just immediate family where we joke that there must be a certified male driver in the passenger seat. Um 
in order for uh, the woman to drive. And this is not just a, a guy joke, like my <laughs> sister's joke about it. It's it's really just a joke to piss off my mom that like started with that. Like that's it. There has nothing more than just, just to piss off my mom. You know, we were kids, so that was funny. Even my sister would be like, oh, don't worry. My husband's a certified male driver. When I was like, Jack, are you driving? And like not even meant to be anything by that. And she'd be like, oh yeah, no, there's my husband. He's a certified male driver. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, never mind, never mind. I was just trying to find out whose car I got to get into. But yeah, that makes sense. I was That's just making sure. Funny. And it's, it's strictly meant to piss off my mom. But it sounds so sexist if you say it outside of any other context. Oh, of course. It... <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it, though. Which is saying, to be clear, both of our jokes were jokes and we don't feel that way. Um, but apparently, whoever the lawmaker was in Memphis, Tennessee, absolutely did feel this way. Um, oh, I guarantee you this was from a very sexist oh, time. Yes. I mean, it's still sexist time now, but I mean, like back then, yes, there was clearly... <laughs> Ultra sexism. Oh, yeah. What about you? What's your number five? Hold on. No, no. Let's go back to that. Please. One. I wanna, please. I just, like, what? what's ridiculous about that is that's not like one where you pick something like a lot of these other ones we've already kind of go, gone over. And we're just like, what was the weird fucking circumstance that brought this to life? This is, why is it not dead? Like that, you know, the world has always been sexist and racist. And, we, and we're, we're trying, we're really trying to move away from it. Some but back of us in the are, day, right? <laughs> back in the day, it was even worse. So, how can a law like this still exist? Like, I get why it came across. This is one where we're like, yeah, it was clearly people thinking that women couldn't drive. But what? Why hasn't they been like, well, we probably should take this out of the law books. And has mm -hmm. it ever been enforced? I'm sure a lot of these, especially now on our list, are not enforced. Even if they're still technically yeah. active laws, I'm sure many, many of them are not enforced. Yes, I I definitely agree. I, I think a lot of these aren't enforced. I think a few of them might be. Uh, I can't really tell with uh, some of my later ones. Um. My number five. So until 2015, it was illegal to dance after midnight in Japan. It, uh, in all of now, Japan? Yes. Oh. From what I, from what I could find. Um, now you just can't dance in the dark after midnight. <laughs> so my weird one is you can't dance out, uh, in the dark after midnight wow. in Japan. Um, apparently it had to do with... Um, kind of the the conflict like especially after post-world war ii there was a large american uh, military presence and it still exists in uh in japan we still actually have a very good mm -hmm. well i mean maybe not with the current administration but we have that we've had good relation and repertoire mm -hmm. uh with uh a rapport sorry uh, with japan um but they didn't want us to kind of bring in our our craziness so they they said you know you can dance after midnight and then later like okay you know that's uh, ridiculous but they're like you just can't dance in the dark and i think it's kind of just trying to push away from the american clubs type of thing and they're oh. just trying to keep some of their culture um at least that's kind of what i got the vibe of like it was a very kind of vague thing that i could find but um you uh can't dance in the dark after midnight and for all i know it got turned over in like 2018 i was looking at a a website from 2017 or 2016 right after 2015 i don't know 
Um, but uh, that was the law that I got was until 2015, it was illegal to dance after midnight in Japan. And now, uh, you can still dance after midnight. You just can't dance in the dark. It was just meant to be something against him, like clubs. So when you say that, so are like late night dance clubs, is that really an American thing? Cause I guess I think that's a European thing that we it also is do in a Western thing. Okay. Okay. That makes but, sense. But, uh, with Japan being just over the ocean with us from us and with us having Hawaii and there being a very kind of similar, like, you know, Southeast Pacific type of situation with both of them. Um, I mean, today I bought the ingredients for a Hawaiian food that has heavy, heavy influences from both the American military and Japan. It's called spam musubi. Um, we had, all of our bases there. I mean, Europe yeah. didn't go to war with Japan True. in uh, World War II. We did. Yeah. Well, what do you say? We take a drink and we move on to my number four. So I'm keeping a, a little local here. This is an Illinois law. Zion, Illinois. Okay. It is illegal to give a lighted cigar to your dog, cat, or any other domesticated animal that you keep as a pet. So if you thought you were going to light up a stogie with your dog or your cat, do not. But if you want to put one in their mouth and it's not lit, that's okay. Just don't give them a lit cigar. This is one of those rules that piss me off. Because it's one of those that some fucking asshole did it. Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. Some asshole thought it'd be funny to put a cigar in their fucking Rottweiler's mouth. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, most likely it's not going to hurt or anything like that. But the dog clearly, I can almost guarantee you hated the taste. It's, I mean, every now and then you see a picture of like someone pouring like a beer or something in a, in their dog's dish. And most of the time it's probably fake. Um, but there are assholes out there who do that. I mean, fucking jingle all the way. He was feeding beer to a reindeer. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, they, that, that that stems from uh, someone being a dick. And the town's like, I mean, there's not a law against it, but don't be a fucking dick. We're going to make a law. You know, the ones that get me too are the people. Uh, so uh, I have friends that smoke a lot of weed. And I don't think there's anything wrong with smoking weed. In fact, I've even before it was legalized. Um, I'm very, very pro weed. Um, but I, I don't personally like it when you blow your pot in your animals faces in an attempt to get them high. I know people who have done that strictly for painkiller methods. See, but do their vets recommend that? Cause like, are you just, they are a nurse. And their dog was injured and they sewed it up. And the dog was like really fucking like in pain. Mm-hmm. And they didn't get like, they were kind of rural. So they didn't get like the good, oh yeah, like here's some medication for your dog. They're like, well, it's a dog, you know, it'll get over the pain. And so he did it only to help the dog with the pain. I guess on that on that specific situation, I have no comment because I don't know all about it. But just in general, those friends of mine um who like to get stoned and there's nothing wrong with that believe me human smoking weed as much as you want 
Um, that's all good. I got no problems with that. But I don't know that your dog can consent to getting fucking high as fuck. You know, like I, I have a problem with that when you're just all sitting around in a circle and you decide to get your, your dog stoned. I always feel uncomfortable when I see that. I, I, I fully agree. I don't even think the dog should be in the same room when you're smoking. Right. But if you're doing it from a medical standpoint with medical credentials, I mean, your dog doesn't even want to take a pill. I mean, type of thing, even if he had gotten one. So right. it's one of those, I mean, I don't know. I really don't know, I'm but that's you. like the I, gray area. I respectfully I would, will not comment on that because I feel like I don't know enough about it to have an opinion mm-hmm. one way or the other. So it wouldn't be good for me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like yeah. I can accurately make an opinion on that situation. Yeah. And I mean, it's in such a weird like way now, even with just medical marijuana in general, where, I mean, I, I once had a... a <laughs> doctor like tell me to go out and get fucking lit i mean granted this was in college but like sometimes they're just like this is what you need to do mm-hmm. just get fucking super high and other times i've had they're like yeah just get drunk i they're like it i will say, like i asked weed does absolutely have a lot of medicinal benefits yeah. that have been proven especially yeah. with uh pain management especially for people too when you look at um uh like cancer patients who get sick from taking other pain medication, for example, um, it can provide pain relief for there's a lot of anxiety or depression types of symptoms also yeah. can be relieved. Like um, any, I think that weed's been illegal for way too long. And I'm glad it's legal now, but there are literally at least in Illinois. Right. True. True. Good point. Cause it's still illegal on a federal level in the United States. I think it's still legal on a federal level in every country except for Canada. Really? I think Canada was the first ever, maybe it was the first ever first world country. There was like, Canada was a really big one when he was. Um, that was your number four, right? That was my number four. It was what? That you're not allowed to do something in Illinois. <laughs> you can't give a cigar to your domesticated pets. Yeah. All right. On a happier, funnier note, in Portugal, the Portuguese say that it's illegal to pee in the ocean. <laughs> I've peed in every body of water I've ever been in. <laughs> entire life <laughs> i have not i think one time i took a dip and i know i think i peed in that yeah i've peed in every body of water you know i mean like everyone pees in it and that's the funny thing is that it's just it's something you can't enforce right <laughs> like hey why does it feel warm there i don't know it could just be a warm spot i've walked through warm spots i mean i swam in lake michigan which is one of the largest lakes in the world. Technically the largest lake in the world or second largest, if you actually go by the true definition of a lake, because the Strait of Mackinac doesn't have enough of an elevation change where it considers itself a separate lake. Or if you want to just go by the non-technically term, um, it is the largest lake in the world contained within a single country and i've swam in that since i've been a kid i've gone i've done a triathlon in there the second year was actually uh the swim was canceled uh and i can tell you while training in it that there are things called warm spots 
Sometimes you're like, yeah, no, you totally pissed in it. Other times, nope, it's just a warm spot. That's all it is. I There's nothing better, by the way, than standing in a lake or an ocean and fucking drinking with your friends. Like, that's the spot to be. Standing in some water on a hot day and drinking. I want to do we that call, right now. We've done something called uh, diapering, which is where you you take a... Um, so if you have tubes, tubes are better. But you do is you uh, put your legs through the armrests of a life jacket. Yeah. Hell yeah. I've we been call, there. We yep. call it diapering. Yeah. It, All right. Let's let's <laughs> let's take a drink <laughs> and hit your number three. Hey, we're getting into our number threes, and so I am going to explain some rules we have with our top three. This is very exciting. So normally when we drink between numbers it's every other response so uh greg would give us number 10 i would give my 10 and we would drink but with our top three we drink between every single response so you're about to drink twice as fast and of course we're gonna have that wonderful beer crack sound as we move into it so you will know exactly when to drink and we should take one what do you think greg should we take one in anticipation no, let's take two. Oh, fuck me. Let's take two drinks in anticipation oh of this top three. Okay, this is probably the biggest bullshit on my whole list. <sighs> no. I know. So in Utah, and again, I could not find the specific city, but Utah is basically the Wild West of modern times. Um. A husband is considered responsible for every criminal act committed by his wife if he is in the presence of his wife at the time. And the wife gets off scotch-free. I'm going to say probably not. That dude probably cannot get his wife off. <laughs> no men can get any woman off. That's not real. The, the no, that's female, not true. The female orgasm does not said, exist. I had a friend who said his buddy knew his his uh, cousin who said he knew a guy who one time got a woman off. No way. I mean, it. it he said, well, he said he Googled it, and he said he saw someone who said something who got a woman off. I mean, that's got to be close enough to evidence. I mean, one time I saw a woman <laughs> I saw a woman get off uh, in this movie and had Billy Crystals, and he was in a diner, and this woman got off right in the diner. It was so realistic. It was more realistic than the, the women's <laughs> I've seen. Sounds like a documentary, to be honest. Oh, yeah, he totally was. He was all uh, he was all like, wow, this is so realistic. And uh, everyone else in the diner looked and they said that was the best example of a female orgasm I've ever seen. <laughs> the only example, probably. Oh, yeah, it was it, the documentary was called um, Harold meeting Sally. 
and uh yeah she she got uh he probably touched her with his uh his toe he was probably mm-hmm. doing something under the table mm-hmm. because uh women love feet mm-hmm. and uh she just she just went as she started screaming and and doing this the, the sex noises if i remember and, right that's a michael moore yeah. documentary right uh could be. I think so. I want to say it was National Geographic, uh, but you might be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Both it was called sense. The Female Orgasm. Because <laughs> that me. was the first ever recorded and proven. Um, first and last. Yes. It, it The female orgasm is more considered like uh, not so much like Bigfoot. But more like the stellar sea cow. It existed for a while, eh, but now it's gone uh, due to sailors. <laughs> Greg, fuck you. Take a drink. Let's move on to your number three. I'm done with this. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm ready to go. You must wear Speedos in France. If you are a man. Did you just pee in a cup? No, I poured a drink into a cup. That's the entirety of the law. Like, at all times, you have to be wearing a Speedo in France. So, uh, if you're a man and you go to the beach, you must wear a Speedo. Um, so, this is actually one of the ones that I actually found out, uh, like, more information than just the stupid law. Um, apparently, that um, it was because... Uh, they wanted to make sure that you wouldn't go swimming in your regular clothes. That if you're like sweating and dirty and nasty, you're not going to take that dirtiness and nastiness into the ocean. Which is kind of weird because you probably would shower in that exact same shower and probably dump into the ocean anyway. So, I don't know. Um, but apparently it was uh, because men wouldn't dare walk around town in a Speedo. And so if you wore a Speedo, it meant that you were going to go into the water. And so that's apparently the reason why you have Speedos in France. I get it. I understand. But I also don't need a law to tell me how to be fashionable. I'm already going to be wearing a Speedo. <laughs> if I'm See, at the I don't want to wear a Speedo. I think that um, wearing something while swimming is a little too... I know, but my ass is also my best quality, and my asshole is my worst quality. So I mm, need something. And vice versa. I need something. <laughs> oh, I couldn't keep it going <laughs> after that. Oh, I was going to say, I need something to cover my asshole while showing off the cheeks, but you just took it to the next level. Greg, I couldn't even keep it going after that. Um... Uh, (laughs) this actually extends to shirts too though uh you cannot wear uh, a t-shirt while uh in the ocean in france as well oh thank god because i love that salt water all over my nipples like i want to be burning for four days after my swim Have you ever been of the ocean? Absolutely. I don't think that's what salt water does. Absolutely. <laughs> and my nipples hurt for days after The reason the you water. don't go into the ocean is because a shark will literally kill you. Only 3% of yeah, people have ever well, that, exited the that's ocean. That's only and happened lived. to me three times. Only and three no one's times ever done it twice. Have I been attacked by a shark? 
Yeah, and you've you've been died from it every time. Yes, and I also still have a podcast. So fuck you, Joe Rogan. How many times Hashtag have you been killed by a ghosts. shark? Big drunk, big drunk spooks, spooky <laughs> boys, big drunk ghosts. This episode's out of fucking control. <laughs> yeah, everyone, take a drink. Let's tolerate Ryan. Can we take two? two? Can we double up for the rest of these? Because we're assholes, and I think we All right, need we're, it. We're doubling up. Everyone, take two drinks for Ryan's oh, number two. We need it. We need it. My number two. Uh, this is in New York. A fine of $25 can be levied for flirting. This law specifically prohibits men from turning around on any city street and looking at, quote, a woman in that way. A second conviction for a crime of this magnitude calls for the violating male to be forced to wear a, quote, pair of horse blinders wherever and whenever he goes outside for a stroll. So let me break this down. (laughs) If you didn't get that terminology, if you're going to flirt with a woman in public or cat call someone or even look at a beautiful woman in a way that might be suggestive, you'll be fined $25. After that, you Whoa, whoa, whoa. That much? <laughs> I know that that's more money than you've ever seen in your whole life, Greg. But the second time, and I don't know if you know what horse blinders are, but they're basically um, these goggles that block your peripheral vision. Yes. The idea is that you can't look to your left and right. You can only see what's immediately in front of you. So if the first time after you're caught flirting with a woman, you're stuck only seeing where you're walking after that. So you don't mistakenly see an attractive woman because (laughs) you might flirt and be charged again. So, uh, obviously this law would not do well on a college campus by well, any it would means. for me. Well, yeah, it would for you, but you've got no moves. You can't spit game. I have one move and it's called the sprinkler. hundred percent success rate. hundred percent of the women, uh, uh, get out of the way as if they were being sprayed by a sprinkler. And that's kind of what you look for. You look for women to run as far away from you as they can. While you're making your moves, that's success for Greg Right? Boss. I mean, come on. Pfft, don't tempt me out of wedlock. And they're like, well, what if we talk out of wedlock? I'm like, nope. Just married right out of the gate. <laughs> nice to meet you. Here's a ring. Nope. That's uh, not going to propose to you out of wedlock. That sounds pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> and people wonder why I'm single. <laughs> I have never wondered why, Greg. I have always known why you're single. The cannibalism. I've known you for 10 years. Cannibalism's not on my list, but I have many other reasons. Cannibalism is now on my list. The internet told me I'm above six foot. I deserve a woman who loves me. That's... Isn't, isn't that interesting? Isn't it interesting when you look on dating sites that there are certain classifications for men? Like It's like this. Ready? I'll tell you. Um, being taller than six foot makes you automatically more attractive. That's cool. We're on a podcast called Big Drunk Lists. Obviously, we'll win this. Um, liking the yeah. office. 
that's yeah. that's a personality trait that is desirable. Okay, it's only one of the most popular sitcoms of our generation. Um, that's a pretty easy pass. Um, I feel like dating sites in general uh, just don't focus on unique quality. There's no type anymore. Like, what you're just expecting is, like, Greg Voss and Ryan Fowkes. The best. I feel like uh, you should literally just write on your Tinder bio. Our Tinder bio is still a thing. Is that a thing? Like your, I don't go on Tinder anymore. Your Tinder bios. I don't. What's the What's the big dating site now? Is it Is it Coffee yeah, Meets Bagel? There's multiple now, and it's it's based on how uh, professional you get and how um, good looking you get and things like that. Because you start getting to uh, into more specific ones. Uh, I would say Coffee Meets Bagel is still good. That's still it, that's big. What, Coffee Meets Bagel has been around for years. Yeah, um, I've met some of them in my. My best rela- I would say my best relationships. No, uh, some of them have been uh, coffee meets bagel. Hinge is good as well. Um, Hinge was uh, originally a different one because Hinge centered around the idea that you only had a mutual friend. I like really their cool. commercials. Is Hinge the one that says the the app that's meant to be deleted? That's their their commercial. I think that might be maybe it's either them or Coffee Meets Bagel. I think it's Hinge, and I love that marketing scheme. Yeah, I say it all the time, like that's phenomenal marketing. Like that's they did a great job. Whoever they hired <laughs> to do that very simple tagline. Well, because actually, um, fuck the tagline. It's the actual developers actually care about getting people, like um. I have apparently a shit ton of people I've matched with or are attracted to me on Bumble and Tinder. And, uh, well, um, I have to pay extra to see them directly. Otherwise, I, I see them occasionally. For which and then one? you have coffee, uh, Tinder, uh, Tinder and Bumble. Both you have that. to pay for Tinder and Humble, huh? Or Bumble? Uh, n- Tinder, you basically have to. There's no point in not paying for it. But but Tinder, Tinder at this point is strictly about keeping their numbers up and keeping the ads and like doing that. Um, Bumble, you get way more uh, thoughts, and I, I mean that, uh, which stands for that hoe over there. Uh, you get way more mm-hmm. women who are like way too attractive, uh, and so it, it emphasizes the people who get more swipes. And so it'll like it's not uncommon for your first like ten swipes of the day to be a stupidly attractive woman who has zero profile other than her Instagram tag, uh, especially in a, a major city. Hmm. Uh, and then you get into uh, Coffee Meets Bagel, which I think is just it's better overall, but it only gives you X amount per day and. Uh, it will usually try to match you up. Hinge will tell you when someone matches with you or when someone likes you and then you can go through them. It just, it immediately jumps to it. They do a very good job of that. Um, and I match. Um, it is funny though, now that we talk about it, uh, is that as I've gotten more into uh, dating apps as I've gotten older, not more into them, but like, it's changed you know so for, for a example, different reason though right i mean when, that's the big yeah. piece when i first came to the city i 
pretty much my pickup line was my height. Women would just literally just message me. Are you really six? I put six five. I'm six four and a half. Oh, short as fuck. Yeah, and they're like, are you at least six five? And I'm like, yeah. And that was all it took. I mean, shit, I could go to the bar and women just go, you're really tall. Now I get, you have a good smile. You have beautiful eyes. Um, women seem to care less about that. Uh, I feel comfortable putting my uh, job down. My Well, not my job, but my career down. I'm not going to put unemployed, but I put, uh, I'm a software engineer and... Uh, I, I, uh, women just found that a turnoff when I was younger. I could literally put like, oh yeah, you know, I made shit ton of money. And they're like, software engineer? No. Now it's like, he's well-established. He's handsome. Let's take a step back. You're not unemployed. You run a successful run, co-run because I I run. Nope. I run. (laughs) I'm lucky to be a guest on your successful international podcast. I have not told any of the girls that I do a podcast. I feel like you could fucking kill it. If you said this, our podcast is wonderful. Why is this not wanna, your pickup line? I don't want a girl jumping on a random one. I don't know which one they're going to jump on. And I'm like, oh, some of these might not be good. <laughs> no, no. Well, okay. When I'm in charge of editing, I make you look good. When you're in charge of editing, you're kind of a dick. But just make sure if you're exactly. going to if you're going to no, no mention your podcast, make sure that you link a Ryan uh, edited episode. Because the Greg edited episodes somehow make you look bad, even though you're the one who edits them. I feel like this six four six four blue green eyes and winning smile is what I should lean on. <laughs> but you know what? Sure, fuck it. Why not? Fuck it, man. Your podcast is what it's all about. I know, I know, I know at least four people who have shirts with my face on it. <laughs> I probably am all four of those people, to be honest, and you don't even know about You this. are none of them. <laughs> you all you don't you've never seen my closet, Greg. I can make you a shirt. Oh, no, I don't have a a single shirt with your face on it. But I do have a shrine to you in my closet with several pictures of your face. Uh, It started with one of our friends. uh, Sydney, shout out. Sydney, shout out. I love Sydney. Uh, I'm good friends with her parents. Uh, Her dad's a great guy. Her mom's an amazing woman. She was, I always said that she would be my uh, my second best man. My brother would have it. Uh, She's she's a very fucking funny awesome i love person. her she's wonderful i love uh, her and uh she posted one day on my facebook that said if i had a shirt with your face on it i would wear that shirt and say this man is a face of a winner this is the face of a winner and I, I i made a shirt that said that and i gave it to a few friends i gave it to their their newborn um and uh every now and then she likes to send it out on uh, specific days, especially like as a reminder, she'll she'll do it. Like if I had a bad day, she'll uh, send it out as a reminder. She's a good person, but uh, she was the first one who made it. And uh, the place I went to also had the most fucking comfortable shirts. I still have. I used to make custom shirts all the time. My favorite being uh, my last name Voss on the Chicago flag. Uh, if you actually want one, I will send you the design. Just ask for it. Uh, I'm big drunk list at gmail.com. I would like to see that design. I can send it to you. 
I own it. Actually, I wanted it as a phone case. If only I knew someone who made phone cases. I literally can make a phone case for you. No, I'm good. Ugh. Okay, let's let's fucking move on. I don't even know where I'm at anymore. I, I got lost around number eight, to be honest, if I'm being honest, and I am, because I don't lie. I don't even have that tab open. I <laughs> What even episode are we on? Is this conspiracy theories? Like, I'm not even sure <laughs> what we're talking about. How about, tell us, you're number two. What do you got? My number two. Winnie the Pooh is illegal in Poland because it is considered too risque for children. Well, I agree with that. I mean, let's be honest. Of course. But <laughs> apparently because he has no pants, he's considered too risque. Is that why? Is That's why? The pants? Uh, that's what it, they made it seem like. But, I mean, I have no proof beyond that. And you said, which country is this? Poland, you said? Yes. Are they, like, very, very extremely conservative? I mean, I don't get that impression from Poland, but I guess I don't know, specifically, some of their policies. I mean, there's just some weird shit that goes on in the world that you can just never fucking tell. I don't know. I really don't. Ah, fucked up. Fucked up. I don't know what to say. That's it. That's all I got to say. I mean, I don't, I don't know what else to say on that. Uh, let's let's everyone take a drink and move on to your number one. My number one, the most important spot on this whole list. Oh no! Your That's number so one doesn't scary. really matter because of this number one. No, 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 no. Hastings, Nebraska. If you own a hotel in Hastings, Nebraska, you are required by law to provide each guest with a clean white cotton nightshirt. Because in Hastings, Nebraska, no couple, even if they are married, is allowed to sleep together in the nude, nor may they have sex unless they are wearing a clean white cotton nightshirt. How fucking specific is this? I don't. <laughs> That's I mean, the thing I mean, about it that I don't get. It's gotta have. I. I. I <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't even know how to start to put a backstory on this. Like, not just that you have to be clothed while having sex. Not that it just has to be clean clothes while having sex. But you have to be wearing a clean white cotton. Fuck you, polyester. Right? If you live in Hastings, Nebraska, polyester is not your friend. Clean white cotton nightshirt. And so if you're a hotel owner, you have to provide one in the case that your hotel guests may decide to engage in sexual intercourse. By law, you have to give them a clean white cotton nightshirt because that's the only way they're allowed to have sex. I don't I don't get it. I don't know. I can't even begin to fathom why. 
<laughs> this one came to be. I, I struggled. I thought I could have a funny quip or backstory on this one, but I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> Logically, I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, the next one I have is the weirdest fucking law. So I'm, I, I, let's let's just jump into mine. Cause let's it, take a drink. Let's take double take a drinks. Drink. So mine was the reason I wanted to lead into it from yours was a very very weird one without context, but with context it makes sense. <laughs> without context, please. The law states this is the Salmon Act of 1986 within the United Kingdom. <laughs> Section 32 of the Act is headed Handling Salmon in Suspicious Circumstances, which basically means that it's illegal to handle a salmon under suspicious circumstances. What does that mean? <laughs> uh, basically, it was um, making sure that people didn't illegally poach it. And like... If they came across you and you had like illegally fished, like, let's say uh, there's a place that is illegal to fish salmon and you went down and like found these people there and they're like, well, you didn't see us fish it. And you're like, no. And they're like, well, yeah, we brought it here. Wait, why would you have a fucking salmon here? It doesn't matter. We brought it here. That type of thing. So it was basically them being like, if you were in a weird situation, <laughs> like there's like, you're not going to just have a sound there. But the wording is that it's handling under suspicious circumstances. So if they're just like, yeah, that's weird. Like you leave a, uh, <laughs> you could leave a fucking like a store, but if you're holding it weird, they're like, well, this is a weird circumstance. Like, why are you holding it by the tail? I think, I think, you gotta be uh, put away. But the best part is, it's also an act, like fully around this. So that's what I thought it was really weird. I, I don't get it. <laughs> like I don't get where you draw the line. That's right? that's where I'm at. That's the best part. Right. That's the best part. <laughs> like, is like you could totally abuse this. If I. <laughs> If I'm that jury and we talked about this earlier, like what draws the line to saying, oh yeah, that became suspicious behavior. <laughs> like what is unsuspicious? Like I, <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know <laughs> where to even start with that one. <laughs> he accidentally called it a tuna. Let's be honest. That's a little suspicious. That's a herring. Uh, <laughs> you said salmon. They're not even the same color. <laughs> like, <laughs> He said he would put it on a buttered bagel. Isn't that a little suspicious? You put it on a cream cheese bagel. This man deserves to be in jail. <laughs> oh yeah, but like it was it was basically made sure that like the point of it was so that you couldn't get out of like having a salmon like that you illegally poached. I get it. From a yeah. a place that you weren't supposed to be. Okay. But the wording is so vague. Yeah, that it's, it's, so it's like it has dumb. nothing to do with actually fishing or cultivating the salmon. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. just uh, having it. You know, that's the problem. Which I have to say, though, I prefer vague laws. 
now that we've wrapped this up, I want to say I like the vague laws. Like, I would rather have a law that says um, within common sense than something that had to deal with 400 super legal words. I feel like within common sense makes more sense than something that fully narrows it in. I get that. Because if I get injured on your property, there should be a within common sense. Right. Oh, did I try to dive into your three-foot pool and you didn't have that? That's on me. Did you hit yourself in the leg with a hammer? Not knowing that it was a dangerous one? Exactly. Right. And I, I actually do appreciate where it's vague. Because when it's super, super specific, like if someone brings a tiger into that same movie theater... Everything has to go back to right. What? <laughs> but he said if, no if, big cats. Yeah, exactly. If I walk in with a tiger to a movie theater and say it's okay, it's a it's a tiger, not a lion, <laughs> right? The movie mm. theater is still gonna be like, what the yeah. fuck, dude? Right? <laughs> or if you said no pets, and there are people like, well, what's a pet? Like we're like, all right, if you're leading the by a leash, it's a big cat. It still counts. Right. Like just no, no pets. Like that's vague. Because then you could even get people with, like, pet fetishes where they're like, oh, I, I walk my SO as a pet. And they're like, well. I I know somebody like that, actually. Like, good point. I know somebody who has me. a pet fetish where they act as a pet in their sexual relationships. Um, I had never heard of that before this person. But uh, you're right. Does that count? I don't know. But they didn't say pet. But if you said pet, it would. I would rather have it encompassed too much. And not compass enough. Right. Now, obviously, um, that doesn't always mean everything. Like, I, I have nothing against people with pet fetishes, personally. I think it's weird. But it also affects me in 0%. I also don't kink shame. I 100% do not kink shame. Whatever is I your preference, publicly all about kink it. shame. Or kink public shame. I'll do that. Public kink shame. If you have your kink out in public, that's weird. I will say that. I don't I don't find it weird. Whatever you're into, you can be into. That's fine. I that's my thing. Is um it doesn't matter what you're into, do it at home. The same thing I don't then again, maybe I'm different. I don't think it's attractive when two people are banging out in the middle of a park. Oh, okay. I get that. I agree with you on that. I agree like if someone's yes. walking another okay. person because they think it's hot in public, okay. I, I think it's fucking weird. No, I'll judge understand. you. I yes. won't I'll confront you. I won't uh, talk down about you right? to your face, but I will say you're weird. I will tell you to my friends and I'll do all the other stuff. I if get you it. get off on that or don't care about it, go for it. I, it, I, will, I will not do anything against you to prevent no. you from doing that or be mean about you. To your face. Yeah, I get that. And me personally, um, sex and sexual exchanges like that to me are very personal. Um, but I am also very sex positive. So if that's your thing, I'm not going to think of you negatively in any way. You know what I mean? Because I'm very I sex will positive. if it's weird enough. See, Sorry, I don't. Like no, I don't. And... Like, furries are fine. Like, no. pet fetish is fine. Like, I am so sex positive that to me, like, I think all sex work should be legal, for example. I truly believe that. 
Um, I think I do not. I think any of, any uh, sexual feeding, uh, actually has uh, feeding fetishes has severe mental and uh, physical ramifications on the people who are uh, into it. I just think that in general, and so maybe I haven't studied all specific theories of it, but in general, I think that any act of sexual fetish otherwise between two consenting adults uh, should be legal. That's how I feel about sex work and sexual fetishes in general. As long as both adults, or more than both, I guess, if it's multiple adults, as long as it's uh, completely consensual between adults, um, I'm all for it. And I'm sex positive in that way. I'm sex positive in the way that um, I will treat you like every other adult if you tell me your fucking fetish while we're talking and there is a no reason for you to tell me your sexual fetish, I will view you as weird. Oh, I agree with I that 100%. Super odd. 100%. If, we're, yeah. if you're just like, I like to walk my S.O. That's fucking weird. I think, yeah, there's a there's discretion and there's a time and a place to bring up any certain conversation. If, if we're yep. super close and you bring it up to me. It's not going to affect me at all. Right, that's different. It will not matter to me. I do not give a shit because we are friends, and there uh, <laughs> nothing, nothing sexual. No matter your sexual preferences, right. with the exception of like really weird things, like banging cats and dogs or banging kids. If it's not will between I, consenting adults, that's different. Yeah, right, I will. Exactly. I will not. Your your fetish. I mean, right. I've had friends. I've had friends straight up tell me they had like BDSM fetishes and shit like sure, that. Sure, that's like, pretty normal actually. But to we're be honest. close. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's there's some weird ones, but we're consenting adults. Right. Um, normally, it's kind of having like a shoot the shit conversation. Then we kind of get into stuff and someone's like, oh, yeah, I like that. I'm like, okay, that's fine. But if you come up to me and you tell me that and you're just like out of, out of the blue and you're like, hey, I like to be on a gag. Okay, well, there was no reason for you to bring that up. <laughs> right. Like there's a time and a place. Know your audience. I'm not going to go into a job yeah. interview. Right. And they're not going to say, tell me your three best traits. I'm not going to say. Um, I have very strong leadership and influence. So people really look to me as a leader. Um, I also am very analytical. And on top of that, I'm a great bottom. I love getting fucked in the ass, right? Like yeah. there's literally, <laughs> there's literally a time and place <laughs> for a conversation. Yeah. So be aware get, of that. Right. <laughs> and so if you bring it out in public and maybe that's why, because I like, I've had people tell me they're furries and it really hasn't bothered me, but it's when like, they're like, oh, yeah, I go on walks. Then that's weird. That's when it's weird. When you try to bring out your fetish in a public, there's a reason it's called a fetish. Yeah, but we Huge have... Huge tangent. Yeah. Um, but either way, I guess fishes, or fish fish eye, as they say. Um, <laughs> it's super vague, and I do appreciate the super vague laws. We're making sure people aren't weird. Um, we make sure that... Things aren't happening. The reason that we wanted this one is to kind of go over that just because someone's breaking the law doesn't mean they're a bad person. Some of these things are so super weird. Good point. That you'd have to say, why are you doing that? Why are you saying people can't do that? And in today's day and age, we have many issues where people say, well, if they were just listening to the police, that wouldn't have happened. So if they 
wore Winnie if they didn't wear Winnie the Pooh, that wouldn't have happened. They didn't hold a salmon suspiciously, that would have happened. Ugh. Today's day and age, we need everyone to understand that some things aren't worth enforcing. That having a system that's clearly broken is not a system that we should stand up and make sure it gets enforced. Like, we all need to take a step back and realize that maybe the system is broken and needs to be reevaluated. And so I think with that, we can all say, follow us. <laughs> I don't even want to say, follow us on Twitter. But of course, way more importantly, most importantly, we give you all the most fondest farewell that we can think of. Deuces. Deuces, Bruce's. Deuces, Bruce's.